Welcome back to another episode of the Enduring Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reyes, and today we're going to talk about the concept of family storytellers. So who is your family storyteller? So I guess I first I need to explain what I mean by a family storyteller. Basically, that is the person who carries on the history and knowledge of your family. Often, that's an aunt or an uncle who knows a lot of the stories about your grandparents or your great-grandparents. And then they share that with you or other family members. But often, there's not really a structured process of making sure there is a family storyteller in one's family. And that's a problem. Because if there's no structure to passing on information, that means a lot of information about who you are and where you come from ends up being lost with one person, buried with them when they die. And that's something that you definitely don't want. Not necessarily for yourself, but for your legacy of your children moving forward in the future, your children's children. So I think it's very important to systemize the family storytelling structure or who will carry that on and how to do that. And I have some ideas about this. Number one, of course, someone has to gather information about your family. If you know that person in your family who does that, you need to go spend time with them and start to collect that information about your family. Try to get in just the basics. Start, start with names. Start with a little about where they're from, where they lived, who they're married to, the basic family tree information. And just try to plot that information out as much as possible. It's almost like building characters for a book you're going to write. You want to know the names of the individuals and you want to put information as much as you can about their location <clears throat> when they died who they're married to. And then from that point, you can start to work on trying to fill in their stories. Now, this is the more difficult part because often most of these people will be deceased by then. But whatever information that you can gain from that, then try to put that in there. In addition to that, if you don't have information about these individuals at all, at least you can get a better sense of what their life was like in the areas that they lived. So a good way of doing that is to visit the local areas and go to the library and try to find some information about the history of the area that they're from. Getting a sense of the history will give you a sense of the kind of things that they would have experienced or have went through. I would think from a perspective of, say, you're African-American or black and your family's from certain parts of the South during the times of enslavement, what have you, you can give you some really context of what your family had to challenge with or the struggles they had to go through in certain areas of the South. Um, or maybe your family not from there, the parts from North, or they came in through, <clears throat> pardon me, they came in through New York, right? Again, you can learn a lot about that local history that will give you some context of what they went through. And then, of course, you can do the ancestry search and things like that. I'm not going to get too much detail here, 
but I will in another episode about that. But just in general, just started to fill out these stories about these individuals in their lives. Next, that's taking care of the past. The key is also being aware in the present. One, to spend time with your children, nieces or nephew, whomever, and start to share these stories. Start to plot out certain times of year to talk about stories of your family and to teach them. Maybe it's at a family reunion. Maybe it's a PowerPoint presentation over Zoom. Maybe it's just sitting in front of your children during Christmas and telling them the stories of the family. Or better yet, even have them work on these ideas and share them back to you. Have them do some research. Have your children work and tell you about your family. I think that's a very uh, effective matter because not only is does take care of you doing your part of understanding your family, now you're teaching the future. Now you're teaching your children to also to become storytellers. Because again, it's not about us holding all the information for ourselves. But keep in mind, tomorrow, no day is promised to any person. So with us, all the information that we gather can die along with us at any time. And again, our family line is more than just us. It's our children. It's our children's children. It's our family going thousands of years in the future and a thousand years in the past. So when you're thinking about collection and collecting, creating the storytelling process, you got to keep in mind the information must be taught forward. So back about this idea of teaching your children. What's very interesting is that there's so many entertaining ways that you can make this happen. It does not necessarily have to be didactic. It can be something that's entertaining. It can be something as, I don't things from like maybe a, a family play about this, their stories, or it could be a comic book or a cartoon written, or it can be everyone adds to a novel. You know, historically people use quilts and each patch represents a person in the family that's a pass along, right? So there's different ways for you to do that, to make this entertaining. You can also do something as using heirlooms. As I've stated earlier with the quilts, another thing that you can think about doing is creating some kind of sacred, what's the word I wanna use here? A sacred, not a performance, the lack of a better word, but just a sacred process and give something meaning that then with that particular object can stand for your family. That can be something like a coat of arms. People love doing coat of arms. So when I make a coat of arms with your children, it can be company with a motto that you follow as your family. And that's a good way of something that can be passed down from generation to generation. This coat of arms created together or it can be other heirlooms like rings necklaces symbols you create various images that relate to your family you know in europe sometimes they'll have certain animals that will be represent that family line um heck do you think about shows where like Game of Thrones, where one was a lion, one was a dragon. These are representing families. So that can be a fun way 
of creating a sense of family history, a family legacy with your children that can be entertaining and also something that can be passed along. I mean, people have done this in many different ways. Uh, I spent a lot of time in China and you'll find ancestor halls where the names and information of families from that village will be collected. But another very interesting way that ancestry and history has been passed along to allow the people to tell stories, particularly in China, um, in some places, martial arts, where there'll be styles created that represented very specific families. And that's a very another interesting way of passing on an heirloom or family information but again, I don't expect you to train your children in martial arts as a way of passing on information. That's not necessarily extreme, but that's very different. Some people actually do do that, even in America. Think about the Gracies. The Gracies created a form of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and has passed from child to child to child who goes out and teaches to the world. And that is something that's part of their family. With that form of martial arts also comes way of thinking and history and understanding. So it's a valid way of thinking away of how to be a storyteller and how to make sure that your family memory is passed on from generations. But again, we all are not necessarily trained in martial arts, so we can't necessarily do that. But there's many different ways. Maybe it's drawing, maybe it's singing, maybe it's anything. Just take a time to think about that and really think about how can you be more active in being a family storyteller or making sure someone is in every generation. The more, the merrier. So if you can get more to one family storyteller, the better. But the key is put some thought behind it. Just don't hope that it happens one day and someone will decide to continue your family's information. You be that person. You be that change that you want to see. And that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoy it. And there will be more to come of the Endory Legacy podcast with your host, Tony Reyes. Have a good day.